Americans actually had an average of 12 paid digital and entertainment subscriptions alone. Now, millennials had more. They had 17, an average of 17 media slash entertainment subscriptions. I'm not surprised by that at all. Yeah. And then another study translated that to a dollar value and actually found that Americans on average are spending $219 a month on subscriptions. But here's the kicker, right? Here's the gag. When they asked respondents how much they think they were spending, the average answer was $86. So people are vastly <laughs> underestimating how much they're spending. Yeah. And that's because another survey, there's been lots of surveys about this, but another survey found that 60% of consumers say they've forgotten about at least one monthly subscription. Yeah. Welcome to the Rich and Regular Podcast presented by Success, where we explore life at the intersection of money. I'm Julian. And I'm Kirsten. And today we're talking about a fairly new condition, if you can call it that. But it's basically subscription overwhelm. It's being overwhelmed by all those teeny tiny recurring little expenses. Here, yeah. A little $19.99. Yeah, there. a little 99 cent situation. Yeah. App renewal. I feel like this is going to be a ranty episode, but I hope it doesn't come off that way. (laughs) Because we do, as you know from our LinkedIn premium episode, think some subscriptions are valuable, worth it, convenient. You don't mind. But some of these other ones, you forget about. Yeah. And they just erode your little budget. I don't know that I'll go off on a rant, but I will say I hope our son does not listen to this particular podcast Why? because he's been bugging us, or at least me, about Crayola Create and Play. Oh, so yeah. he used to have it and we downloaded it on the iPad. It was free, mm-hmm. but I think they've got it set up to where they lure you in. And you can yeah. only play a certain- Use all your little free minutes. Get to a certain level. Yeah. And it was like free minutes. And I was like, Dada, it's not working. I was like, oh, it's not the Wi-Fi. He was like, oh, no, it's connected. He knows it's connected. <laughs> But I'm like fighting it. I'm like, oh, no, I took it off my phone. It's not on my phone anymore. So, yeah, really, I just don't feel like paying the $29.99. But in terms of subscriptions, like, again, they can be overwhelming. They start out small and then they just build up and build up almost like a a virus, (laughs) like a sickness to your point. But anyway, so this is really making me think about like... Uh, you know, gosh, it seems like so long ago. Like, I think we were part of the very early wave of cord cutters, cable mm-hmm. cutting. Uh, that was like the first sort of opting out of a subscription. And you didn't really think of it as a subscription back then, but in a way it kind of was. I just yeah. remember that feeling like it was a really radical move. And I think over the years we've avoided things like gym memberships and, you know, little stuff like that. And it's funny because we'd giggle you know, at our parents who like still had like landlines or like newspaper subscriptions. Mm -hmm. And now here we are kind of dealing with our own version of the same thing. But, you know, at the same point, like over the last decade, like it feels as if almost everything has just kind of evolved to fit this new model. I mean, there were like razors and you can get vitamins delivered to your house. I don't know, grocery delivery software has been the big thing for me Mm -hmm. where I feel like you just used to be able to, go to Best Buy and buy the box, install it, and that was it. And now yeah. it's like, oh, no, 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 not $49.99 or $79.99. How about just $7.99 a month? Don't even worry about yeah. it. It's like, yeah, but forever? Yeah, like, you're basically for, for as long as I want to use it. to it, yeah. Yeah, it's really, really interesting. And obviously it's lucrative for them, but it can very quickly kind of turn into 
an overwhelming situation. Yeah, there there were only a few things 10 years ago that could be a subscription. And yeah. it's exactly what you named. Gym membership, newspaper, magazine, magazines. And, you know, you could think of your utilities as a subscription, like your landline, just things that were recurring yeah. expenses that would come out of your account automatically. And the shift in the last 10 years has been very drastic. According to Statista, Americans actually had an average of 12 paid digital and entertainment subscriptions alone. Now, millennials had more. They had 17, an average of 17 media slash entertainment subscriptions. I'm not surprised by that at all. Yeah. And then another study translated that to a dollar value and actually found that Americans on average are spending $219 a month on subscriptions. But here's the kicker, right? Here's the gag. When they asked respondents how much they think they were spending... The average answer was $86. So people are vastly <laughs> underestimating how much they're spending. Yeah. And that's because another survey, there's been lots of surveys about this, but another survey found that 60% of consumers say they've forgotten about at least one monthly subscription. Yeah. And like I fall in this category. I literally have to mark on my calendar to review monthly charges to remember what I've signed up for. Cause it's yeah. not like everything hits on the same day or even at the same cadence. Some things renew monthly, other things renew annually. I, I, I have a pretty good grip on it now, like, but whenever I get a surprise renewal, I just get mad. Yeah. <laughs> like I just, it feels like such a violation to me that somebody had access to my account and took money or put a charge against it. Yeah. And so like, I'll either try to cancel it immediately if it's something that I forgot, like this is, you know, this happens with like the app store or whatever, or I'll just add a note to my calendar so I don't get caught slipping the next time. But I hate surprise subscription renewals. Yeah, that happened with uh, Masterclass. Yes. Because you were gifted Masterclass and we're like, oh, that's pretty nice of them. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And then but you a have year to passed. insert your credit card information yep. to actually activate yeah. the free year. Yeah. But I was like, oh, okay, that's not going to mean anything. I didn't know I'd also signed up for auto renewal. Yeah. Yeah. They snuck that in there and then it was like, wait a second, you know, I thought we just paid for it. Or you would think that maybe it would just end and you don't have access to it. Correct. Anymore. But no, they set it up to where you put your card on. Or put your and there's card no in. prompt until after yeah. it registers. Yeah. And then Masterclass did not give me a prorated cancellation. I remember you yeah, were like, absolutely I was not. I, was like, you I am think. not paying for this. This is a gift. And they were like, yeah, sorry. <laughs> you would it's think. Too late. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good at canceling free trials. And part of that is because I just don't have, you know, I don't really do it very often. Like there are very specific things throughout the year that I might even entertain a uh, a free trial. So, for example, like I'm a pretty big basketball fan. It kind of ebbs and flows depending on the time of the year. And so I may go ahead and like activate an NBA league pass or a YouTube TV pass so I can see some of the games. Because, again, we don't have cable. We have a stitched together series mm-hmm. of subscriptions that we use for entertainment purposes. But I did get caught slipping. I think it was last year. There was a particular documentary that I wanted to see on Showtime. I don't even remember what it was about, but then I got sucked in. It was like, mm-hmm. all right, I, was, I wanted to bang it out. And then I set my That's alarm. They're hoping for it. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to watch this thing and then cancel it and check the box so I can say that I saw it. And before I knew it, like a couple of months went past. I was like, you know what? The Showtime's pretty cool. I like Showtime. There's a lot of programming on Showtime that you don't find anywhere else. But yeah, with respect to subscriptions, I mean, again, that that convenience, the idea of being able to have access to something, you know, on your phone, on your desktop, on multiple 
units at any point in time. I mean, that's sort of convenience, even if we're not just talking about entertainment. Yeah, it even could just be products. Like Amazon products. has subscribe and save. Yeah. Like just this automatic purchase yeah. or transaction happening on your behalf is meant to be convenient. Yes, but it is. And convenience is very expensive. Always has yes, been. Yes, always has and been. And always will be. And, and to your point, I think what's really interesting, especially over the last couple of years, it's pretty clear that these companies have noticed that this model works because they're banking on our abilities to, or inabilities rather, to cancel these things uh, within the allotted period of time. Exactly. Exactly. It's a really interesting paradigm shift in personal finance because so often when we talk about budgeting and you know these good financial habits, we're really talking about being more aware of the purchases that you make and having the discipline to not spend impulsively. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to subscriptions, those charges just automatically happen. It's not like you're actively making a purchase every month. It's just on auto pay. So the discipline in question is actually almost on the back end or I guess the front end, depending on how you look at it, is about caring enough about the dollars as small as they may be to do something about it. Because basically you can go broke by not paying attention. Those little 99 cent, 299, 499 things add up to, according to the survey, $219 a month. Absolutely. That's, that used to be a car note. <laughs> now, no. now that car notes are $700. I don't know that you can say that. But. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, honestly, this is right around, right around here is where I typically <laughs> start doing the math and saying, oh my gosh, imagine if you just auto invested that money, like took all the funds that you were spending towards your forgotten subscriptions, put that towards like a brokerage account or some type of investment account. Here's how much you would have over right. X amount of months or something like that. And I don't even think that that's relevant. I'm pretty sure that our listeners can do that math on their own. So I don't even really need to highlight what that uh, would be. I just think that it's it's fair to say that it's okay that if you are also annoyed by this yes, kind of relationship. Yes, channel the too. annoyed feeling. We're allowed to be annoyed. Yeah. It started out cool as c- customers, but like, yeah. y'all getting a lot. Y'all doing a, lot, a lot with these subscriptions. It's, it's a lot. Twitter and then one, they just $8. slide through with the, with the <laughs> yeah. price increases. And it's like, wow, like you lured me in. Yeah. And I was here and it used to be a deal. Now none of them are a deal no. anymore. And they and just you, tell you about the price. Yep. They're just like Apple Music is now $10.99 a month. Yep. And it's like, well, you are you going to ask if I want? The, whatever are upgrades we, are we you're including, more music, <laughs> right? Are we increasing Can the I sound quality? No, like, it's just like now we want to make more, and we know you're not going to yeah, notice it, and we're not going to notice two dollars. So here's a quick little twenty yeah. percent increase. So yeah, it's like that annoying little person that just hangs around. And <laughs> like I'm, I'm not channeling children here, but like you know, it is. It's kind of like there's that person who's like, I ordered a medium fry because that was enough for me. And then this person just comes and takes a couple of fries off my plate every single time. Like, that's how I feel whenever I think about subscription services. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we're going to jump in to a few tips to just manage the subscription overload. And I think the first is that you just got to see what you're currently signed up for. Yeah. And this can be a manual process. You want to check your bank and your credit card statements. And you're basically checking for app subscriptions. On your iPhone, if you open settings and select your account at the top, then click subscriptions, you can see what you're paying for and when they actually renew. So for iPhone apps or anything from the app store, it may not be monthly, so it might not show up on the first, you know, couple of credit card and bank statements that you see, which is why you got to take the extra step, go into the iCloud and see what you've signed up for. 
Now, if you're not meticulous and you're not doing all them steps, or if you live in a household where it's more than just you who might be signing up for this stuff, I would recommend using a service like uh, Rocket Money, which used to be called Truebill. But there's a bunch of services like this. You could just Google or wait until your Instagram algorithm serves one up in your stories. But very similar to a budgeting app, you basically upload all of your accounts and the app will identify any recurring charges and tell you how to cancel them. Or in some cases, it'll cancel them on your behalf. So it's just one way of kind of consolidating all the things that you've signed up for and are continuing to pay for, whether you know it or not. Yes, Truebill is one of the more popular ones. There's also Hiatus, Trim, Track My Subs, and another big one called Pocket Guard. If I'm not mistaken, uh, there's also like browser app extensions. And so if you're a Google Chrome user, I really don't think it matters what browser you use, but basically you can add an extension to your browser Mm -hmm. that tracks any of the free trials that you have and will alert you to let you know like, hey, this membership is getting ready to renew or is getting ready to, you know, trial membership is getting ready to end. So you may want to go ahead and do that. But Again, to your point, there are tons of quick little apps and extensions and tools out there that are free that can actually help make sense of all this stuff because it can get a little confusing. Uh, For iPhone users, other things that you can do uh, while you're on your phone is basically turn on what they call family sharing. This is something that we do, which basically at least minimizes the amount of recurring fees that are being charged uh, to the people that you determine are in your family. So this is something that we use. Uh, We have, I believe it's called Apple One, which as of the day that we recorded this, they also decided that they're going to raise the price on. But Apple One is basically like a bundle of Apple Arcade, iCloud Storage, uh, Apple Music, and all of those little things kind of rolled into one. We can add, like, for example, I would add Kirsten, and then I would add my mom and anyone else that's in my family. That way, if there's an app or some type of uh, tool or something like that that is eligible for sharing, they can download it on their phones as well. They don't have to go ahead and pay the extra $3.99 or $4.99. They're basically part of the family and Uncle Juju or you know I basically am going to cover it for the family. But it's certainly something that a lot of people can do. And I'll go ahead and say this too. They're not checking. It's not like they're saying, hey, oh, yeah. I want you to submit a, you know, a, a a a swab or something like that to show that you are family with this person, right? Like they're not checking. So whoever it is in your life that you decide that you want to help share that bill with, you can do that. It can be a friend, a coworker, anybody you want, really a neighbor. Just to be clear, the person who organizes the family. So if you are the organizer, you're the one who gets the bill. The bill isn't split between family members. So if you're doing this with someone outside of your household or someone who you don't have transparent finances with, just know that like you're covering their usage of whatever service that you're sharing. Yeah, but if you think about it with respect to, I'm just making it up here, using the number that you presented, the $219 a month. Like, sure, if you've got a neighbor or two oh, yeah. or three people that you want to split that with, you can basically cut that in half mm-hmm. or in thirds if you all disagree that you're going to be a part of a shared sort of family plan. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Even if they move, it technically doesn't matter no. because we're talking about streaming platforms that kind of go wherever you are and wherever you're connected to Wi-Fi. Yeah. So, again, like you said in our book, like this sense of basic sense of community is something that just doesn't exist anymore. We don't share things. Every now and then you'll see people sort of illegally sharing passwords. But in this case, they've actually built the function that allows you to do it. So long as you guys can manage who's going to pay for what, there's a huge opportunity for savings right there. 
Yeah, and this actually extends beyond Apple native products. There are some App Store subscriptions that also allow sharing once you sign up for this family share plan. So if if you want to see if any of your apps are eligible for sharing, go back to the settings, tap the specific subscription, and if there's an option for share with family, you want to toggle that on. If you don't see the share with family option, then that subscription either isn't eligible or you're not set up in a family sharing group. So for you iPhone users, that's a quick way. (laughs) If you find out that you and your cousin and your brother are all paying for Apple Music, it's a quick way to just link up and become a family through your phone. And one of you pays instead of all three of you, right? You can also do the same thing with Android, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, cool. We're specific to, (laughs) you know, green bubble Android people love you. But but yeah, I think it's called uh, family library or something. I don't know your OS, your operating system. (laughs) All right. So I want to talk a little bit about canceling for a second, because it's one thing to audit and find all the subscriptions that you signed up for and maybe forgot about. And it's another thing to actually set time aside to cancel every single one of them. I kind of think about this the same way I think about uh, what we used to do. We haven't done in a while, but it's to spend that day. And for me, it was like Sundays every now and then, Mm -hmm. like maybe at least once a year. We really just comb through and start comparison shopping a little bit and saying, hey, is there a less expensive version of something that I'm already using? Or combing through your insurance and opening up uh, the platform, sort of logging in. Again, once you have it on auto pay, you tend to just kind of forget about it. But take that time to really sit down and actually go through it and see like, hey, is there an opportunity to save? Is there a bundle? Should I be doing a little bit of comparison shopping? Even if you just bring another quote back to your existing provider, they might be able to help save you a little bit of money. But in terms of canceling, like it does take some time to actually sit down and do this. And it can be a little tedious. Amazon actually got in trouble for this last year in Europe because the process for canceling Prime was so confusing yes. and convoluted that the government had to get involved. Yeah. <laughs> and they changed their whole interface because they're yes. like, guys, you cannot do this. Yeah, it was it's so... Too com- it's too complicated. It was complicated. It was... And gosh, this makes me automatically think about canceling like a gym membership. But like it was yes. up there with like canceling a gym membership. And I think that was the reason why the government got involved. So I just wanted to, again, encourage you guys, take the time, right? Like mm-hmm. it's, it may not necessarily be something that you do really, really quickly. Some of them, it might take some digging. It might take some emailing. might even require you to pick up the phone. Hopefully, that's not the case, uh, but it has been known to happen. If it's a solid company, you can get a prorated refund on the portion of the subscription that you haven't used. But even if you can't get a partial refund, sometimes the hassle of canceling a subscription uh, and the pain of being stuck in another month of like paying for something that you don't use or don't want uh, can really kind of like be the thing that allows you to ignore the next time you get a free trial offer. Oh, yeah. One of the things that I would also recommend is that sometimes you can do this right on your phone, like especially with Apple. You can just kind of log into your account, go to your iCloud and cancel a subscription that way. What I found is that some of them are actually a lot easier to do on desktop. So you just kind of want to figure out which one, like if it's really difficult for you to do it on your mobile phone, probably have a better chance of doing it uh, via desktop. Yeah. And and take notes, right? Like if you're going to make this an annual process, it's far easier that you create a spreadsheet or some other, you know, note system and email to yourself that talks about kind of where the direct cancellation link is, what the policy is, how much you're paying, how much has gone up so that the next year when you do this or the next quarter, it becomes 
uh, a little easier and quicker for you. But you brought up free trials. And I'm just here to say that free trials are absolutely a gateway drug. (laughs) And I am at the point now where I just truly try to avoid them altogether. If I do sign up for one, I either cancel it immediately after I'm done using it for whatever I needed, or I create the calendar invite immediately to cancel it a few days before the trial expires. Again, giving myself some cushion in case something comes up and I'm not able to do it right when the calendar invite happens. But signing up for a free trial at this stage in my life is a two or three step process for me. (laughs) Like I am not signing up for a free trial of anything all willy nilly just because of exactly what you said. The North remembers (laughs) sorting through cancellation policies and sending emails back and forth and waiting for a phone call and a fax and all this stuff. And like, I do think that consumer advocacy groups and disgruntled customers have been successful in shifting the culture away from like the manipulative design that you were talking about with Amazon as a whole companies have gotten better about, you know, providing clear cancellation paths online or through their chat. I actually did one while we were preparing for this episode. I actually was like coaching myself, like, you know what, girl, you need to go cancel this thing. Thank you. Because I get these notifications, like, oh, we're renewing (laughs) this meditation app. Yeah, Yeah, that was a mistake. That one caught me slipping. But while there was still a bunch of warnings and copy that was meant to, like, deter me from going through with the cancellation, and there was a whole survey about why I was leaving that I had to fill out, it ultimately allowed me to cancel online. It wasn't just a one-button thing. Now, I'm sure I'll now be subject to some kind of email string or marketing campaign that gets me to upgrade again. But at least I don't have that 1099 coming out on on December 10th. Well, there (laughs) are, to your point, Like it it is a marketing campaign, right? I I remember when we were working in corporate, there was an entire team dedicated to that, right? Like it was people on the on the tail end of a bad customer experience. It was like activate a completely different marketing plan to kind of win this person's trust back or wheel them back in. And I think it's a very similar thing uh, with subscription services. You try to cancel, you hit the right button or the wrong button, depending on how you look at it. And you basically provide your reason, mm-hmm. which is what prompts a completely different set of Correct. marketing, right? So if you're yes. saying it's too expensive, it was like, oh, well then how about this? <laughs> how like, about would this you be version? willing to... How about I just give it to you for free for the next three months? Like, would that make you feel better? Or if you say it's too complicated, it was like, oh my gosh, well, it's what? Did you know you could pause instead of unsubscribing? You you don't have to quit altogether. (laughs) By the way, here's the training just to make sure that you know how to use it too. We'll give you a free 30 minute, you know, (laughs) session with one of our pros and they'll walk you through how to do it. Like, there are all these different things. It's very, very sophisticated. And I just want to remind people like, this is not like canceling a subscription is not like ending a relationship with an ex where there are (laughs) hard feelings. Like you don't have to overthink the cancellation as if these things are scarce. If you cancel and decide you actually do need it, you want to, you want that old thing back. You can get that old thing back. Like it's (laughs) pretty quickly. They're not going to stop you (laughs) at all. So it's just something to think about. I think, you know, usually they offer some kind of discount or in my experience, um, what's been really interesting is when you provide detailed feedback you might get like a, like a love note back, like yeah, some kind of follow up from the account manager customer or manager. customer success. And they really want to hear because they yeah. really value your experiences. And it actually led me down a little bit of a pro tip. So if you're looking for 
a really, really good discount on something, let's say there's a subscription that you want, but like it's a little bit pricey, go straight to the one-star reviews <laughs> of that particular app or that subscription. See what the most recent one is, what people are complaining about. And if it's not something that they fixed, provide that as your reason for why you're quitting. Because what they don't want is for you to add another one-star review. Mm-hmm. And so if you're looking for a reason, like a really good reason to walk away from this thing, figure out what other people are doing. Even better, if you can try to replicate some of those issues and provide them with some screenshots and watch what happens. They will come back and be like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm so... Like I've had an entire year of something completely waived <laughs> because the product did not do what it stated that it would do. Yeah, And then... This year, I literally tried the exact same thing. And they were like, oh, well, we actually updated the website to show <laughs> that it did not do that. So if that's your reason, we are apologetic. <laughs> but we were pretty clear that our software did not do this. I was like, dang it, I got to find a new reason. <laughs> but I actually did like the thing. I wasn't trying to manip- manipulate them at all. Yeah. I had actually found something. And when I realized as I was trying to find a solution for it, that other people had complained about it. Then I realized that what they were actually doing, which is basically trying to make me feel better and make sure that I did not add to the pylon of people who were complaining about that app. So just a quick little hack, again, not encouraging people to cheat the system, but if you must, that is a quick little hack that you can take uh, take advantage of. I think even in situations where you think you're grandfathered into a great price because you may have joined the subscription early and that's kind of what's keeping you tethered there, don't assume that you can't get the same rate back if you leave. Everything is negotiable and companies have all kinds of flexibility when it comes to acquiring new customers because ultimately stopping the bleeding of customers who cancel their subscription is a far better use of marketing funds than paying to acquire new customers. And so, again, don't be afraid to ask for the price that you had before you left. It only takes one Black Friday sale or flash sale to know that many of these companies have no issue taking 40% off if they believe that it'll result in a new user. So just take advantage of that as you're considering what to cut and what to keep. Yeah, if you can wrap your head around picking up the phone and calling your credit card company to ask for a lower rate, then you can wrap your head around calling a service provider that you have a subscription with and basically giving them a reason to offer you some type of incentive. Perfect. All right. Final, final thoughts. thoughts. So uh, my final thought is that not only are people underestimating the cost of these subscriptions, but they're vastly underestimating the admin work of managing mm. these subscriptions. Everything from managing multiple logins accessing accounts, updating personal details and payment. Like if you have a card expire or you move your address, you know it requires a ton of bandwidth to log into all these places and update your mailing address or your card information. So yes, part of getting a grip on this is about the money you can save. But another part of it is just about simplifying your life as a whole and recognizing that the conveniences we are sold don't feel nearly as good as the conveniences that we create for ourselves simply by just not participating in all this mess to begin with. So I dare you cancel something today. Watch how good it feels. (laughs) Like I promise you there's nothing better than knowing that next month they ain't getting your $4 again. Yeah, man. I love it. I love it. Uh, My final thoughts, you know, I, it's 2022 now, like literally 10 years ago, the idea of subscriptions seemed like a no-brainer because the world was so much simpler back then. So much simpler. It was like, you mean to tell me you're going to pay $75 for 
200 channels of which you only watch three. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm paying $7.99 for Netflix. I'm saving easily 100 bucks. Like, it, it's not that simple anymore. And now they are basically, and several studies have shown, it's actually more expensive than it was before to actually replicate it through subscription services. So all of that to say, my final thought is to treat your subscriptions like they are perishable product. Like It's mm-hmm. like something that you are buying with one-time use or very intentional use. You consume it. And when you consume it, it's done. It's gone. You don't have a need for it. So go ahead and cancel it. I don't care if it's like the same day, but go ahead and cancel it. Do not assume that you just want to leave that thing on. Do not listen to the best of intentions angel that's sitting on your shoulder telling you the next month you may want to do it again. Just go ahead and cancel it because it's going to cost you the same amount of money. But that way, if you forget or something happens, you're at least not prepaying for it. So if there are any options to buy something outright, meaning full price up front, and it's something that you know for sure you're going to use, that's certainly something that you want to take full advantage of. Consider that because it's obviously going to be one of the best ways that you can save money over the long term. Awesome. Well, thank you for listening to another episode of the Rich and Regular podcast presented by Success. This podcast is one of the few subscriptions that are completely free and worth keeping. So don't unsubscribe from us, baby. Do all that other stuff. If you like what you heard, head over to the Apple Ratings and Review page and leave us a five-star review. We will see you next week for free again. (laughs) See y'all soon.